Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Luna Lover, the podcast, acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Araqual people of the Bundjalung Nation, and pays respects to elders past, present, and emerging. I'm your host, Jordana Levine. In this week's episode, we are exploring the Libra full moon. And if you follow me on Instagram, I put up a post on Sunday night with the astrological calendar for April. Now, in March of the previous month, for those (laughs) keeping score of the months at home, um, we had some significant long-term shifts happening with Saturn moving into Pisces and Pluto moving into Aquarius. And it was a big month across the board, really. Perhaps you felt it. I know I did. Well, now as we shift into April, things have calmed down a little bit. Although in saying that, (laughs) we do have our first eclipse of the year on April 20 with the second Aries new moon and solar eclipse. And that is going to be quite big, so maybe not super calm. Um, But there is a lot of healing, a lot of expansion and practical magic happening this month, especially once we move into Taurus season. So if you are open to it, receiving a bit of that magic, allowing yourself a little bit of that healing, opening yourself up to an internal expansion... It all begins with this Libra full moon. Before we dive into it, though, a little bit of Luna Lover, the podcast admin. Just a little reminder that you can help support this podcast and me, the humble host, by becoming a paid subscriber. There are three tiers of membership. They're all very affordable. Um, You can get anything from ad-free episodes, early access to episodes, Um, up to, you know, a free bonus episode every week. They are super juicy, by the way. Um, And for Ascendant members, which is the top tier, you can also opt in for a new moon and a full moon circle, right? And that's where we do little exercises that connect you with the moon. There's several meditations in those circles, and it's just a really, really beautiful way to get the most out of every new and every full moon. You also get access to all of the previous bonus episodes that have come before you signed up, which is a little bit of a hack, FYI. Um, This week's bonus episode is all about what houses in your natal chart can give you an insight into money and career. And of course, the planets that you have or do not have in those houses can present 
obstacles and challenges or perhaps a little bit of luck and opportunity. You can become a Lunar Lovers subscriber for as little as $5 a month. All you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode. I've also done a big update to my astrology services, which I'm really super excited about. So you can go and check that out also by following a different link in the show notes of this episode or heading to jordanalevine.com forward slash readings. Natal chart readings are available, of course. I am booked out until July um, and even July is filling up fast. So if you know that you want to have a natal chart reading with me, please book yourself in. You can also hop on the wait list. So if anything opens up earlier, you will be notified. So my recommendation is to book yourself in for July and hop on the wait list and I can move some stuff around to move you forward if I need to. I've also opened up a spot for returning clients called Ask Me a Question. It's a really easy, affordable, quick way to ask me anything you want about something that we spoke about previously in a natal chart reading that we've done, or perhaps you're going through something at the moment and you want to see what the planets are doing and if there's a way that you can work with astrology. Um, You can ask me anything you want, really, that's astrology related, as long as you've had a natal chart reading with me in the past. And the best thing about the Ask Me a Question is there's spots available like now, April, May, June, yeah, so way before July. So If there's something you want to ask me and you are a return client, definitely hop on that option. I've also still got my transits and progressions reading. That's a really beautiful way to look at the months, even the year ahead, see what's happening with transiting planets. We'll have a look at your progressed chart. Now, I have taken away the solar return option. That's purely because I only got maybe two or three people that are booked into that. And if a solar return is what you want, a little gift for your birthday, just book yourself into the transits and progressions reading and we'll do all three of those things together. All right. I kept the love patterns reading because I think it is so insightful if you're looking for a little bit of insight into your own love patterns, relationships, whether you're single or in a relationship, this is a really, really helpful reading. And it's one that I hold close to my heart because I know how challenging navigating relationships can be. And then the last service, which is really super exciting, is I'm now offering astrology coaching and consultancy. So basically, that's just a way to work with me over a period of time. So we check in with each other monthly. Um, It's a way to hold yourself accountable to your natal chart. If you're somebody who wants to work with astrology, I mean like as in your career, perhaps you're working for yourself, you want to organize launches at times that are astrologically advantageous for you, or perhaps you're just working on some self-awareness and you want to really work with your natal chart. It's a way that we can work together over a three-month or a six-month period. We check in monthly with a 60-minute Zoom call, and then you get to uh, message me like we're buddies on WhatsApp, (laughs) either written or voice note messages. So really, really fun way to work with astrology on an ongoing basis. So for all that information, there's a link in the show notes of this episode or head to jordanalevine.com forward slash readings.
Lastly, one last little bit of admin. I do have a new workshop that I'm running at the end of May. It's a really beautiful way to practically apply your natal chart, which I know is the missing piece for a lot of astrology teachings. So the workshop's actually split into two. This first workshop is going to concentrate on the primal triad, your sun, moon and rising, and how we can make the most of it. And that is taking place on May 23rd at 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. When you go to book, it will show you in your own time zone, right? Now, for some of you, I'm thinking maybe my UK people, it's going to be mid-morning, which might mean that you're at work and that's not going to be a good time for you. Do not stress. You will receive the recording within hours of the workshop finishing. Now, the best thing about this workshop, I think, other than spending two hours with me while you learn all about your own natal chart, is that you receive a astrology PDF that I've been putting together. Um, There is so much information in this. It gives you all of the information about the aim and the strategy of each of the signs. It tells you about the function of each of the planets and gives you in-depth information about all of the houses. So while this PDF is going to be really helpful for the workshop itself, it's actually like a really, really invaluable tool for you just to have on file whenever you want to know anything about astrology. Okay, that's the admin out of the way. I'm going to take a sip of my water and then I'm going to edit out the sip so you can't hear it. Or maybe I'll leave it in. All right, let's go. (laughs) The Libra full moon will take place on Thursday, April 6th at 2.34 p.m. in Sydney, 5.34 a.m. in London and 12.34 a.m. in New York. Now, I'm just going to jump straight in with a four-word summary of this moon and then we'll break it down. Relationships, balance, wounds, healing. (laughs) How do we feel so far? Okay, good. Let's move on. Libra is the sign of relationships, classically, but really what Libra teaches us is serenity, equanimity, balance, and harmony. And this is not to say that these qualities come naturally for Libra. It's actually quite the opposite. The attainment of these things becomes Libra's life work. And this is where the archetypes associated with Libra really stem from. The artist creates art and chases a beautiful aesthetic in order to calm the nervous system. The lover seeks the perfect partner to find its other half and bring balance to a world that feels off kilter without them. And the peacemaker yearns to keep the peace, mediate, find fairness in the world in the hopes that serenity, harmony, peace and calm will follow. The aim for Libra, symbolized by the scales, is to find deep harmonious bonds, which is beautiful and inspirational, aspirational even. But is it attainable? The idea that we create harmony, peace and love simply by finding the perfect balance of partner or colors or shapes or personalities, is that attainable? Much like its air counterpart Gemini, 
Libra is well versed in the polarities. But rather than seeing the polarities as two sides of a whole or two extremes of a whole, Libra sees it as two halves of a whole, forever feeling incomplete without one of the halves. And this is why relationships are so integral to understanding Libra. So I think it's fair to say that relationships are likely to be highlighted during this Libra full moon. If you're not in one, you are not immune to this moon's magic because it's not so much the relationships themselves that are under the spotlight, but rather our own personal wounds when it comes to love and relationships. And this is because our little mate Chiron, perhaps you've heard of it, the wounded healer, is opposing the moon at the time of its fullness. But not just that, Chiron is also conjunct the sun. Actually, it's Kazemi, which is a very strange word and I love it. It basically means that Chiron or any planet that's Kazemi is right in the heart of the sun. It basically means that they're at exactly the same degree. And when Chiron is in the heart of the sun, it illuminates, expands, gives heat to its energy. And then this Kazemi is opposite the moon. It's influencing not only what this moon may bring up for us, but also how to best work with its energy. So a little recap on Chiron, although I'm sure you're all familiar because I've spoken about it so many times, but Chiron is the wounded healer. It's an asteroid. The idea is that we have these wounds in our life. Our natal Chiron is usually wounds from our childhood. When Chiron is transiting, it can pretty much bring up any wound, right? So it's either any wound associated with the planet that it's aspecting or perhaps the house that it's passing through in your natal chart. Now, Chiron is currently in Aries. So if you're playing along at home, you want to have a look at where 15 degrees Aries falls in your natal chart. It's going to tell you a little bit more about where this is going to play out. Now, the idea with the wounded healer is that the wounded healer is there for us to have awareness of our wounds, embrace our wounds, and hopefully heal our wounds. And from that space, we actually become the healer of those wounds in other people, which is a really beautiful idea, right? Especially when it comes to your natal Chiron and the wounds that are an intrinsic part of you. But what's important to note about healing is that to heal doesn't always mean that the wound no longer exists. If we think of physical wounds, like if you've had a fall or you've cut some skin or you've broken an arm, you're usually left with a scar, yeah? And the scar is part of the healing process. This scar reminds us of the pain we've endured, but it doesn't mean the pain is still there, right? Emotional wounds also leave a residue or a marking. But just like the physical wounds, it need not incapacitate us, make us victim or render us flawed. Rather, it serves as a reminder 
of what we've endured and how we can change our approach if something similar were to happen again. Part of personal healing, especially when it comes to Chiron, is self-awareness and self-acceptance. We don't want to become a victim of it. We're not here to banish it, to suppress it, but rather to work with it, have compassion for it, support it and understand it. This full moon may bring some of those wounds to the surface for you, not to punish you or remind you of your pain, but for healing to occur. I'm going to share a real world example with you because I'm all about transparency, especially if it helps you guys understand. I had a person from my past reach out to me this week, a person who triggers me in ways I still don't fully understand. But much like Libra Energy, I have always appeased this person. I try to keep the peace, be the good girl, the kind girl. And the wound for me is really about trying to get justice on a past rejection that happened many, many, many moons ago. That rejection is never appeased, ever. So this time, recognizing my wound... I broke the pattern. I did things differently. I didn't respond to this person, which took every single ounce of my strength. Is that wound cured? Probably not. (laughs) But did it feel healing to recognize my own patterns and choose a new path? Very much, yes, it did. All right. This is the magic of this moon. Chiron in the heart of the sun is the very definition of heat and warmth. So show yourself warmth. Allow this moon to illuminate the wounds and the healing that needs to take place. Bring energy to it and remind yourself that sometimes healing is uncomfortable. Sometimes it requires a little pain. You know, much like a good massage or a therapy session, right? There's always a little bit of pain. Sometimes the pain feels good, but ignoring it or poking it or stretching it out only makes it worse. Something else you might like to contemplate was what was happening for you six months ago during the Libra New Moon. It was on September 26th. And FYI, the day after that September 26 new moon, I received the last correspondence with the aforementioned wound poker. Don't you just love astrology? So I got to have my chance again with this wound, right? I got poked on the Libra new moon and I did what I always do. And then six months later on the Libra full moon, I got poked again and I chose a different path. Astrology is so fucking cool. All right, let's have a look at some of the ways we can work with this full moon in Libra with a side of Chiron Kazemi. It sounds like it sounds like a side dish at a tapas bar, doesn't it? I love it. All right. Uh, The first thing is self-love. Boring. So naff, but let's go with it. When love and relationship wounds surface, I truly believe the best thing you can do is show more love to yourself. Um, it really, like, it really is the best remedy. 
some of the ways I've been showing love to myself lately that maybe are a little bit different that you might like to play around with is I've been giving myself daily face massages, <laughs> which sounds weird and indulgent, but it's not. Let me. Well, it is indulgent, actually. It's really lovely, but I'm not going to have a face massage. I'm doing it for myself when I put my skincare on in the morning. Now, I've been watching these YouTube videos uh, that I am absolutely obsessed with and also following this beautiful, beautiful woman on Instagram. She calls herself K, the letter K. Her Instagram account is at the underscore moments. Um, and I think it's the moments one word on YouTube. And she does like either, you know, I think they range between like eight and 20 minutes um, face massages. Yeah. So it's working with the lymphatic drainage in your face to reduce puffiness, but also it's about lifting the face and smoothing out the jawline and wrinkles. Is it working? I actually think it is like from a purely liberal aesthetic perspective, my skin looks plumper and my eyes look brighter and I've only been doing it for the past week. So it's something that I'm going to continue to do for the month and see what the results are. But beyond the aesthetic um, benefits of it, it feels so nourishing for my soul. It does feel like an act of self-love, right? Now, do I do the 20-minute ones every day? No, no. I've done a couple of those. They're amazing. But I do the eight-minute ones when I'm putting face oil on in the morning um, and yeah, maybe eight minutes seems like a really long time for you, but I'm sure you spend more than eight minutes scrolling through Instagram or TikTok. All right. So that's one of the self-love things I've been doing this week. Um, and I'm going to continue to do for the month that you might like to try. The other thing is I've been doing some guided meditations, focusing on self-love again, some of them can be really, really naff. I found a really beautiful one that I'm enjoying on Insight Timer. None of this is sponsored, by the way. This is just me sharing things with you. Um, it's a teacher on there called David G. That's David J-I, all one word. He is incredible. I love, I love, I love his guided meditations. When I first started listening, I wasn't sure, but... I really love his approach. He takes you through um, a beautiful guided meditation and then he leaves you for a period of time with a mantra and leaves you in silence and then returns to you. So it's a nice little in-between, um, an in-between between guided meditation and self-guided meditation. Um, he has a beautiful one called Unconditional Love that you might like to try that I've really been enjoying. All right, look at those recos. Let's move on to the next thing. So that was self-love. The next thing I want to um, encourage you to do under this Libra full moon is some self-healing. Of course, we spoke about the healing associated with Chiron. What that might look like for you is something really warming. It's cooling down in the Southern Hemisphere and it's warming up, I know, in the Northern Hemisphere, but we're not in summer over there yet. So it's probably okay to still do some of these warming things. The Chiron Kazemi, with Chiron being the heart of the sun, is really enforcing this idea of self-healing through warming. So that could be, you know, working with a hot water bottle or a heat pack, 
I, today, as I'm recording this, I'm slow cooking an Asian chicken broth that I'm going to be enjoying throughout this week. I've been having daily saunas. Yes, I have the luxury of a sauna at home, but even getting to a sauna once a week is really beautiful. I also bought the other day, I might, I'm a bit behind on this trend, I know, but I bought a weighted blanket and oh my God, they are amazing. If you have always thought that you would like a weighted blanket because you've heard so many great things about them, I encourage you to go and get one. I just got a cheap one from Kmart because I wasn't sure if I was going to enjoy it or not. I think it was $39. I got the seven kilo one. It's very heavy. I kind of wish I'd gotten the lighter one that they say it's like based on your body weight. So like do a bit of a, do a bit of a Google. I'm one of those people who it told me based on my body weight to get the lighter one. And I still got the heavier one. Cause I'm like, heavy is better. It's, it's not like, just get the one for your body weight. Anyway, it's really amazing. It was incredible for my nervous system. My nervous system was a little bit fried over the weekend, which is why this episode's coming out a little bit late today. And just lying down with a weighted blanket on, Oh my God, it was incredible. I slept with it one night. I had the deepest sleep. Honestly, it felt so healing. As a projector in human design, uh, we are encouraged to nap during the day if we can. And I've never, ever, ever been a napper. It's one of the reasons I wanted to get the weighted blanket because I feel like if I was to lie down with that thing on in the afternoon, I would fall asleep within minutes. So I will report back on how that goes. But if you are in the market for a little bit of self-healing, if you feel like there's some nurturing that needs to take place with your own physical, energetic, emotional system, I recommend a weighted blanket. You can get more expensive ones that are, you know, organic cotton and I think they've got like crystal beads in them or whatever. Um, But the cheap Kmart one works really well as well. The next thing you might like to consider under this Libra full moon is a bit of a relationship cleanup. Um, And I'm not just talking romantic relationships. I'm talking all kinds of connections. Have a think about what is serving you in your relationships and what isn't. How do you want to feel? How do you currently feel? What are your values? Are there certain relationships where you need to cut cords? Now, cutting cords, I'm talking energetic cords. You don't have to cut ties with a person, but you can sever the energy that's going between you, right? We're going to do a cord cutting exercise in the Libra full moon circle this week, and that's available to all Ascendant subscribers of the podcast. So again, if you want to become a subscriber, all you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode. The last thing is balance. It wouldn't be a Libra moon if I did not highlight this. Often with a Libra new moon or a full moon, uh, it will highlight where you need more balance in your life. So don't be surprised if areas of your life that are imbalanced are illuminated under this moon. Yeah. And it's not for you to go, oh, this is so shit. I am doing this poorly or I'm doing this badly. It's to go, oh, yeah, you know what? This is a little bit out of balance. What can I do to bring some equanimity in? What can I do to restore the balance? Yeah. How can I introduce peace and serenity? Overall, I want you to think of this moon as healing. Be open to what surfaces. 
choose your own self-love and healing and remember that your heart is a garden. And in order for it to bloom and grow, you need to nurture it and treat it with love and kindness. And when things are dying or weeds are spreading, it's time to pull them out, turn them into compost so that they can nourish the soil. All right, my loves, that's it. If you want another episode this week, remember the bonus episode is all about career and money houses. Exciting. If you want to join me for the Embody Your Natal Chart workshop, you can purchase your ticket in the show notes. If you want a natal chart reading or to check out my new offerings again, hit the show notes or head directly to jordanalevine.com forward slash readings. Next week, I have an epic interview episode with Helen Jacobs, psychic and author extraordinaire. I speak about Helen often on this show when I'm talking about intuition. She's written some incredible books around that. Um, And we actually interview each other in this episode. It's being shared on her podcast as well. It's really, really fun. I had such a fun time. We talk about accessing your intuition and psychic powers. We talk about astrology. Uh, We talk about manifestation. We talk about so many different things. I think you're really going to love this episode. So that will air next Monday, April 10. Until next moon, I'm Jordana Levine, and you've been listening to Luna Lover, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.